No, that's <laughs> Not quite the same thing. How about um? How about? We're live, guys. So there we go. Ah, <laughs> uh, welcome to our second uh, event, Espresso Hangout. Um, I'm Chris, and I've got Seth over here. Um, uh, and. Brent <laughs> over here. Okay. Brent over here, and yeah, that's <laughs> kind of confusing. So, some people, um, and uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for tuning in, and um, and we've got some stuff to talk about. Um, so uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, remember, you can uh, ask us questions on Twitter uh, using the hash event espresso hashtag. Um, and you can hop into our IRC channel, um, and oh, that's fabulous. Uh, and uh, <laughs> which is also um, Event Espresso on Freenode, and uh, and yeah, talk talk to us there. So I'm going to mute myself for a minute because I need to do some vitally important uh, title card stuff. <laughs> Meanwhile, Brent, why don't you introduce yourself since uh, you're you're the newest member of our of our hosting uh, team in the show. Nobody knows who you are. Well, I'm uh, Brent Christensen. I live in uh, Parksville, British Columbia, in Canada. And uh, I guess for how long has it been now? About uh, I guess going on about a year and a half. I've been with the Espresso now. And have been what, lead developer for maybe half that time, mm -hmm. a little more. Yeah, some something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you how do you get started with the Venespresso, Brent? Um, I was uh, well, my wife and I have a web design company, and uh, we had a client in uh, New York City um, that uh, puts on like. Uh, kind of like writing workshops where they get uh, they have established authors in all kinds of different uh, genres of literature um, that will host writing workshops and uh, and so they were just doing kind of everything manually online through their website and uh, you know basically managing all of the registration for um, all of these workshops just totally through email and so they were looking for um, a better solution uh, and so uh, they were uh, they were passed to us through um, uh, some other developers in New York City uh, that we've done work for and uh, anyway so we went around looking for um, a WordPress solution that would offer you know event management and registration and uh, you know we do pretty extensive research uh, in terms of you know reading as much literature as we can about products we download you know several different or as many different products as we can uh, or and or try out like online demos and such and uh, so it was after our our testing process that we selected Event Espresso as the plugin to use for this website, and uh, um, purchased the product and started working with it. And then, um, you know, I started going to the support forums to uh, you know look for tips and tricks, and uh, you know, because the the plugin was you know massively extensible, like just features for everything you can imagine and uh, so just you know needing little bits of help with you know how would I do this or um, I set this up this way and I'm having this happen how do I correct this and you know so the support staff gave me some advice and fixed everything up and, and uh, it was a great solution and really liked working with the product and uh, it was one of the times that I was visiting the uh, the website and I noticed that you had a uh, a job posting and um, just totally on a whim I clicked on it and was looking at it and 
I really don't know why I decided to respond to it because um, you know our business was doing really really well we had uh, projects booked up for probably like eight or nine months ahead of time so we were certainly were not in any need of work and uh, yeah so I just filled out this you know the the job request form and sent it yeah. in and it's kind of funny because I wasn't even really much of a WordPress programmer at the time I had come from more of a um, expression engine and code igniter and uh, background and uh, you know total like object oriented kind of programming and uh, you know what we'd built quite a few sites maybe like 10 or 12 sites using WordPress but not that many and uh, yeah and then uh, you had been wanting to kind of go more of an object-oriented and uh, uh, what's called MVC, which is Model View Controller kind of route. Yeah. And uh, yeah, got back to me and hired me on. That's awesome. So yeah, and uh, great. I really. So what, have, what have you been working on the last <laughs> six months, six eight months within within Espresso now? Are you gonna uh, share some of that with us, or more like the last uh, year and a half? It seems. <laughs> yeah, it seems. seems um, like it. Yeah, well, so one of the one of the, I guess it was a few months after I started. Um, one of the main things that you guys wanted was to have a rewrite done for um, your multi-event registration um, add-on, and uh, and there was a huge, um, a huge list of uh, changes and features and such that you wanted to achieve with the rewrite. And because of all of these additional features uh, and the fact that the original MER add-on was fairly, um, fairly intertwined with the core of the plugin uh, because of its complexity, um, I ended up having to do a fair bit of rewriting to the core of the plugin. And, uh, and one thing kind of led to another and it ended up being this you know, massive project, and as new things kind of got added to the slate of, oh, can we do this and can we do that? Uh, it ended up turning from being just a rewrite of the multi-event registration add-on into basically a well, it's not quite a full rewrite of the whole plugin yet, but it's uh, definitely a, a good head start on it. So yeah. we're probably about halfway through a full rewrite of the uh, the plugin, yeah. and. Uh, should have been done earlier, but uh, um, or shouldn't have taken this long. But uh, you know, we had some other challenges with our process and such that uh, have uh, since been worked out. So we're definitely yeah, steaming along full speed now. It's been quite the quite the project, um, and of course, if you haven't figured it out by now, we're talking about Event Espresso 3.2. Uh, that's the major rewrite. So it's been the works for a long time. We've thought about rewriting it even before Brent came along and so Brent stepped up and has really taken the taken the lead on getting this all all done for us um, so Brent do you want to share do you want to share anything with uh, with about about 3.2 do you have some screens you'd like to show um, us or? sure here let me uh, you know, some of our customers a lot of our customers are they're pretty excited about you know 3.2 and you know we have a alpha up now but um, you know we'd like to get some more detail details on it if we can and the alpha's uh, now a couple months old yeah alpha's a couple months old I think we're getting ready for for the uh, the next version of alpha pretty soon yeah uh, I think it was what this week sometime <laughs> but that's probably going to be pushed back I believe right no alpha is scheduled for next Monday next Monday okay Cool. Yeah, so I mean, the the original version that we put out and called Alpha was probably shouldn't have been uh, put out and called Alpha, but again, that's uh, you know some of the changes to our process which have gotten a lot better. Yeah. Um, so, uh, can you guys see my screen? Yep. Okay, so uh, I'm just running the uh, vanilla uh, 2012 theme from WordPress. And uh, this is the event registration list, or sorry, the uh, just the regular event list. Uh, not very many changes from the previous one. Um, 
So we click on an event. Now this is something that's new uh, in 3.2 which um, uh, is called the ticket selector and what it will do is if you have multiple prices um, and or multiple dates and times uh, for an event um, it will list all of those ticket and or date time options in one list for you and uh, here I can zoom in on this in case people have um, so as you can see I've got you know this B, B beard competition test event that I've put in and uh, I've got well it's only one date and time for this event but I have two ticket prices so they both show up together in this one little chart and you can select your ticket quantity directly out of here so I can put in say two tickets for each and go That's submit registration and I don't know if you can see how fast that was but the new yeah. 3.2 is a lot faster than that was really nice I like having some of the features that we have in the current multi-event multi registration in now in the core um, you know, registration system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and this isn't even with, um, with multi-event registration turned on. Um, that was just the, uh, just the, the core plugin. Mm -hmm. um, so this is our new uh, you know, single-page uh, registration and checkout. Uh, page. Um, so it's an, an Ajaxified uh, registration page. So you can see here I've added four attendees for this event. Actually, you know what, let's go back and choose a different event that has um, some more, uh, some different uh, options on it. Let's, uh, I think this one allows or has some additional questions. So let's put in four attendees for this. And okay, here we go. So now I've got B Beard competition and test event 3000. You can see I've got a whole pile of attendees here, lots of different information. And uh, so I'm going to just uh, add in some information here. Oops. <coughs> And we still have the ability to say if you select four tickets for one person, we have the ability to not um, have to enter data for that for those for those additional people. Uh, yeah, actually, that's what I just was about to show here. Okay. Um, so I filled in this one form, and as you can see, I've got another one, two, three, four, five, six, seven attendees. So we have eight attendees in total. Okay, and uh, right here, this little box here, it says use attendee number one's information for all attendees. Um, if I check this off, it will automatically fill in these same fields into the rest of the form. Um, so this is still with um, this is still vanilla event espresso. So you've got multiple just, you've got multiple events that you're registering for right now, but um, you're not actually using multiple event registration. Correct. Um, so uh, anyway, so if I click on the more options, whoops, oh, something just went wonky there. Uh, so that wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, so within here, I can actually go in and selectively choose which attendees I want to copy all my information over to, or I can just use the generic uh, use attendee one's information and it has, although you can't see it now, it has copied uh, that information to all of these forms just by clicking that one checkbox. Okay. That's pretty cool. Now, for this test event 3000, it's also requesting uh, address information. It's not required, um, so we could continue with the registration process. Um, you know, if we have something that's not included, please work. There we get a, you need to answer all required questions before you can proceed and it should highlight the one that we need to uh, still include
and uh, yeah, so and then we can go on to you know choose the method of payment um, and continue to the confirmation page, which will show us all of our information. And then we can proceed from there, but I'm not going to go through that right now because it's going to go off-site to a test payment gateway, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so again, this is all done uh, on one page. It's an Ajaxified form, which means that you don't have to wait for the page to reload every time. Um, and if for whatever reason, if at the confirmation page here you decide that, oh, you know what, I do want to change the information for this one attendee, I can just click back on here and it's going to expand this information back out again for me to, uh, to fill in. That looks really really nice. Do we have any uh, do you have anything going on in the back end? Um, I think some of the some of the things we wanted to talk or people to show people was um, we have the new admin changes that you guys have been working on. Um, so there's a new single registration and checkout. That's what we just looked at, right? Mm -hmm. And then this um, we're also planning on doing custom post type hybrids. And that's probably going to be in 3.4. Is that correct? Uh, somewhere in there, yeah. Probably fairly, uh, fairly soon. Um, okay. Haas, yeah. Probably 3.4 is a good guess. Uh, we'll see. Probably 3.3 will probably won't tackle anything too huge in terms of like new features. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so 3.4 is probably a good guess for going with the custom post type hybrids. Do you want me to talk about that first, or since we've already kind of brought up? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, give us a quick overview of how that'll work. Because um, I know we have a lot of cust we have a few customers that you know they're more familiar with custom post types and and that type of thing, and you know they don't really know how to to interface with database tables and, mm -hmm. and stuff very well. So I think it I think it'd be good. Um, you know, be, I think that'd be a good addition. Mm -hmm. So so one of the one of the issues that we've had with Event Espresso is uh, because of the the amount and the complexity of the data that we are dealing with, um, we really need to have uh, a much more uh, relational uh, database uh, setup. Um, and with custom post types, um, because a lot of the additional information um, that you need to attach uh, to your custom post type uh, needs to be added to the post meta table, you lose that relational um, connection. Okay, so it makes it very, very difficult to query for, um, you know, give me a list of all events um, that, you know, meet the following requirements are in this category, um, uh, you know, the registration starts at this time, um, you know, whatever, just add a, add a huge long list of, of uh, options to that query. And, uh, you know, with regular custom post types, it makes it pretty difficult to do. Um, and it's not as efficient as using a, a true relational set setup. Um, so what we're planning on doing is kind of creating a kind of a custom post type um, hybrid system. So we are going to take um, basically any of the forward-facing um, data systems that we have, so things like events, um, attendees, uh, uh, event staff or personnel. Uh, we'll have a, a custom post type probably just for like people um, and then use a custom taxonomy to um, switch that between whether those people are um, attendees or you know speakers, event speakers or event staff, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we'll have a custom post type for events um, and then use the custom taxonomies for the event categories as opposed to having our own table for categories now. Um, same thing with venues. Venues will be switched over to being a custom post type as well. And so what we're going to do is we're going to use, you know, the regular post table for, um, you know, just to track the information that it pretty much already does, just like a regular WordPress blog post. Um, and then we're for any of our relational information, instead of putting that into the post meta, 
um, we will keep that within our own relational tables. Um, and so they will interface um, still with the custom post type. So when you go to your uh, custom post type admin page, um, we will still allow you to access all of that additional information, um, but it will be using our own table. So it's going to be kind of a hybrid between our own relational database um, and the WordPress uh, custom post types. So it's going to be kind of the best of both worlds. So people that are more used to custom post types uh, will still be able to pull up the, the basic information for um, events and venues and, and people uh, like you know presenters or speakers. Um, and, uh, but then we're still going to have the power and speed and efficiency and a flexibility of having our own relational database system. Um, so that event espresso will still run fast and be powerful. So that's, that's what's planned for that. Um, so back to the admin, um, we've, uh, at 4.3.2, we have uh, basically done a, a rewrite of the, uh, well, not a, not a complete rewrite, but we've basically rewritten our um, whole admin system for um, populating the, all of the event pages or the admin pages for Event Espresso. I'm going to share my screen again here. Um, and so one of the things that we've done is, uh, well, a few things. Number one, for all of our list tables now, we have fully integrated in with uh, WordPress's um, API. So all of these list tables now are using native WordPress list tables. Um, which allows some really, really nice options. Like if you click on the screen options, now all of your column control is right up, right up top here. So we can actually turn off, turn on and off all of the columns in all of the admin list tables now, right through the screen options. Um, these, because the screen options is integrated in with your own WordPress user account, um, you know, let's say you have three or four admins for one site, um, they can each customize their admin list tables to present the information that they want to see. Um, and then when they log back in, those tables will should uh, always display that information that they have selected previously. Um, and that goes with, um, again, all of, all of the list tables. That's a nice feature. That'll make it nice for people that don't want to see everything, you know, or, exactly. or hide exactly. hide some things from their, you know, from from their customers when they turn over the the Event Espresso admin to their to their customers, such yeah. as developers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, now, one of the other things that we've gone to is we're using a, a tabbed um, system. I don't know if you can see that, but the uh, the, the admin is a lot faster as well. Mm-hmm. A lot faster, even like some of these really, really complex pages, um, such as like this transactions page or the registrations page. This is pulling in a lot of information, and uh, as you can see, it's it's lightning fast. It's about as fast as you can get for. Um, it's a lot nicer. The the left menu looks a lot better too. I mean, we have a huge list in in our current three point one menu, and so this is yeah. going to be nice to have that cleaned up. Yeah. It's still, it's still, you know categorized a little bit better here you know, yeah. so just having a big list of you know stuff hanging out in there the tabs look great though you guys have done a great job on this yeah so this is one of the other big features that we've gone with is we've we've added in um, we're using tabs now to separate the uh, the different uh, uh, the different sections of information so there's a for most pages, there should be a settings page. So if you need to tweak any uh, registration settings, you would go to the registrations page to the settings tab. As you can see, we've got a reports tab. Um, we're going reports to tab be... is pretty sexy. That's really nice. Um, uh, what else? So 
How does the transactions? Oh, I see. This is well. This is the registration. So this is this is bringing in some more information about uh, uh, registrations mm -hmm. or for a particular registration. Oh, this is one of the big differences now between um, um, 3.1 and 3.2 is that we've really split up how there's um, uh, attendees and registrations and transactions. Um, and uh, so in the in 3.1 you would have gone to the attendees table to basically see your list of registrations um, whereas in 3.2 and you know and on and all the later versions um, attendees from now on is just going to be a list of basically everybody who has ever attended any one of your events so it's almost more like a contact list mm -hmm. okay um, whereas the registrations, you could have um, you could have an, an attendee like this uh, Sam Adams here. Um, he could register for multiple events, I see. right? And so he may show up on this list uh, more than once. Okay, or for you know he might come back every six months, um, but you can have him you know uh, on your basically like your contact list. Um, and then you can see him multiple times in here. So it's kind of saving space in your database and making the database a lot more efficient. It looks like those last names are clickable. Does that mean if you click on that, you get a list of all the people whose last name is Adams? So you could see like the whole Adams family. Uh, no, this is just <laughs> no, this is just to go to the uh, just to edit that attendees uh, information. But here's an example of uh, so here's this attendees uh, information, okay. And then down at the bottom of the list, we've got event registrations for this attendee. Okay, these are all of the events that this person has registered for um, in the past. And you know, these may have been, uh, you know, just today, or they may have been over like the past year. Uh, and you can, you know, click any of these to, you know, go through to see the event, um, or we can click to actually see the registration. Uh, or we can click through and actually view the transaction. So this is where the payment was actually made. So in the my I've got my screen um, size cranked up here, so it's looking a little bit funny. That's a little bit better. Yeah, this is really awesome. Man. So in the um, in the admin now, there's a lot of um, interconnectedness between um, the different pages, like between the events. And the attendees and the registrations, et cetera, et cetera, and the and the, the transactions. So um, here we're looking at a transaction, and uh, so you can see transaction items. You can see the event name, date, the ticket ticket option that was purchased, um, the quantity. It it does tax as a separate item now. We've got our transaction total, um, and then it actually shows. Uh, payment details. So you can see that this one was done uh, using a credit card, um, and we've got some extra, you know, accounting information as well that we can uh, keep track of. Um, and again, this, you know, there's all this interlinking between stuff. So this is showing other attendees that registered that in the same transaction. Um, so we could click on these again to to see any of these registration page details in the transaction details page look fairly similar but do have different information um, oh here's something I want to show hopefully this will all work properly let's go to uh, we've got an event here that's uh, this person I don't know how to pronounce this uh, they've got a hundred dollar well hundred and six dollar payment outstanding um, oh I see they've paid a hundred dollars uh, but their transaction total is a hundred and thirty forty three you can see right at the top here it shows that the transaction status is still pending because there's still an outstanding amount and uh, so what we can do is let's click on this apply payment and we get a little pop-up that comes up it's pre-filled the form with the payment date, the amount owing, so you don't have to type that in. We can choose a method of payment out of here. 
um, let's just say check. We can enter the check number. Let's say it was one, two, three. We've got a spot for a purchase order number. And uh, the notes extra accounting field. Um, you can use this for anything you want. We have uh, pre-populated this field with the registration uh, ID for this person. Okay, and we can just hit apply payment and as you can see that payment has went through successfully. Uh, well this was check so you would have to have manually received the check but you've just registered this payment. Um, you know so if I hadn't been stopping to talk about that you can see that would have taken what you know 10 seconds to do that and yeah. it's done and as you can see it's now the transaction status is now complete so um, again this is an Ajaxified um, uh, form or an Ajaxified admin page so these payments and refunds and that can all be done um, runs so much faster than our current system it's just it's amazing oh yeah so let's do a, let's do a refund apply a refund and now you can see it switches over to pending total amount due is 100 and we now have a nice list of all of these payments that have been done Wow! and we can see when they were done what method was used so we've got credit card check cash and we've got all these little accounting details as well for people that want to track that kind of stuff yeah this is this is amazing man you you, you, know, you and a Done an awesome job, you and Darren and and uh, Mike. Mike just showed up to the show a little bit late, but uh, yeah. From what I've heard, you know the new question system is is coming a long ways too. That's uh, pretty excited about that. Yeah, the yeah. well, the new question system. It's not. Oh, I've got an error there because it's not. Uh, You're saying that he's made some improvements to. Uh, you know, the interface yeah, so, looks the same, but he's made some improvements to the admin area, right? Yeah, so one of the things that we've changed is um, when you um, when you do something like, uh, let's do, um, uh, what's a good question that has like a multiple choice kind of answer? Well, let's just go uh, t-shirt size. Oh. oh, here's something that's different too. Um, we've also added for the questions, we've got the question text, which is the display text that would be seen on the registration form. We've actually added an admin label as well. Um, and what this allows you to do is, let's say you had questions about a t-shirt, well you could have a question that simply on the front end of the form is going to show up as just being size. And then for the admin label, you can change it to t-shirt size. So that when you're actually looking at your list of questions you can actually see a difference between you know there's a t-shirt size and say like a shoe size mm -hmm. that makes sense okay okay um, That's pretty cool. so let's go with our, our t-shirt size here oh, let's take that out of there and let's make this a, um, a radio button list Okay, which is the singles. And anyway, so now instead of having to create a, um, before with the, uh, you know, radio buttons or check boxes or drop down lists, you'd have to enter in all of your options in one text field and use commas to separate them. And now all we have to do is um, we have a kind of like a key value listing. So we can enter just a simple key here. Uh, and then the display text for it. And so we can do this kind of thing, medium. And then anytime we want to add options, we could just click this, add another option. And we can do this, extra large. And if for whatever reason, you know, oh, we don't want that, we can just click the garbage can to get rid of that. And uh, we'll hit save and close, and I get a big error. Great. Sorry about that. Uh, this is another really cool, you know, little feature. That's kind of nice. 
is we've got on all the admin pages now we've got a combination of save and close and save buttons uh, and reason being is because there's people like Seth who when they're editing a a post or page uh, they like to click save and stay on that page so that they can continue <laughs> editing stuff and then there's people like myself who when I'm done editing I like to leave that page and go on and do other things so we have a combination of we've got save and close and save buttons to appease both types of people. Um, and a nice little minor, minor feature is if you're on a page that it has a long list of uh, functionality, as you scroll down, the save and close buttons will now float over top of the rest of the page. So even when you're down here and you want to save, you can just click right there and That's save your cool. page. And that instead of having to scroll back up to get to your save or save and close. That's really nice. Um, cool. Well, uh, Seth, do you want to talk about um, some of the things that are coming in the next version? Well, actually, no. We we wanted to talk about. We wanted to ask Brent um, when people could start using this cool stuff. Uh, yeah. So again, uh, three point two is scheduled for uh, alpha release which is our internal testing um, phase with the support staff uh, this coming Monday and uh, give me one second here Oops. and then I forgot when 3.2 beta was scheduled whether it was a week after or two weeks or I think uh, the beta is I guess it's going to be a month after that so mid-March we'll be going for beta release um, and that will be going up on our new pre-release channel um, so anybody that has uh, subscribed to the pre-release channel uh, will have access to the, the beta release for 3.2 and it's uh, it will also be available on GitHub as well for uh, developers to start playing with as well. Awesome! It's very exciting. Good, good, yeah, uh, a, good overview, Brent. A lot of changes, and still a lot of changes to come down the road. Yeah, yeah. That was a. There's a lot of <laughs> you guys have been working on it for so long. It's just you know, yeah, I, our customers are really anxious to get to get their hands on it too. You know, it's very exciting. Thanks for the overview, Brent. Yeah, no worries. That was awesome. So, uh, Seth, do you want to want to talk about what you, uh, well, and Brent too, I guess, um, have been working on for uh, for the next version of three dot one dot three dot one thirty one? What three one fixes and <laughs> stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, not sure when we're getting the pre-release out. I think it's um, we we're we're on alpha right now. Um, looks like. Let's see. Looks like it's due. Yeah, yeah. So the first of uh, of March. So we're supposed to uh, be done with everything on by the twenty eighth, um, as far as testing bugs and stuff like that. Um, I've also been working on quite a few other things. Um, I, you know, some things that have been bugging me, such as like uh, being able to uh, move an attendee from from one event to another. That's a feature that. It's a highly requested feature, and so and you've been working on that front end event manager thing too. Yep, yep. So I've I've been working on the the ability to move attendees from from one event to another. Um, the front end event manager, which is which we uh, are getting ready to release very soon, we'll probably put it in the pre-release channel for for our customers to start playing around with and using. We've um, we've had to. We've been holding off on on releasing it because we wanted to get a lot of the security issues ironed out um, before we before we release something like this. And most of the security issues were, you know, we're just cleaning up uh, some of the some of the database calls and 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 data input data processing um, from from the uh, you know when you create an event and things like that. You know, it it it's not it's it's pretty hard to to you know, inject SQL code, you know, from from outside of the admin, you know. So if somebody's trying to hit the page from the admin, it probably
probably just will fail. But as but when we open up this new front end event manager, you know, people the public will will then have the ability to to submit events and they can just submit whatever they want basically and so uh, we needed to get some of that cleaned up well it's interesting about about some of the the data validation sanitization stuff that you've added is is that you know if you look at a theme like p2 or um, you know other just core WordPress stuff um, one thing that that you know one of the thing the concerns that I had was was that it would be really easy for somebody if you had this this front end event manager on your site, um, somebody could essentially put some uh, script in in your code and break your site, um, and then basically hold your site hostage and um, and you know force you to pay that person to take the code out or fix it or whatever. Um, and that's exactly. something that that's something that you know if you if you're using P two, you could even you know P two the the WordPress theme, you can you can do that stuff in there. You can still inject a script or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's not validated. Just assume that people aren't going to do that and that there's going to be an admin to clean it yeah. up. Um, but we wanted we went one step further and and actually um, you know strip that stuff out um, to make sure that uh, that you know somebody can't hold your website hostage. So um, I think that's a pretty pretty cool thing. Yeah. Um, so you got to head out, right, Brent? Yes, I have to head out, unfortunately. Okay. Well. So thanks for having me on. Thanks, thanks for going for, over three point two. It's awesome. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. And, thanks for everything yeah, you've done so far. Release of it. Yeah. Okay. Take care, gentlemen. Okay. Bye, see everybody. You, Brent. So, uh, do you guys want to see? Um, I guess I'll share the screens. I'll, I'll give you a screen share of the uh, of what I've done for the front end event manager. Uh, real quick here, if anybody wants to see that, I'll just give a quick overview. Um, won't go into too much detail. Um, this was this is um, what it looked like as soon as that gets downloaded. Okay, so you know you have your it's fairly simple um, and it can be you can just add a short code right into your page um, to display this to display this uh, you know um, an event creation form. Uh, the server's a little bit slow this morning. I was going to show show the short code, but never mind. Um, so it just has you know all the basics. It has the the event title, the registration limits. We have the you can you know the the, to the editor, the visual and HTML editor. We can add media. Uses the the built-in WordPress you know media functions. Um, we have the the registration start dates. Uh, Event times, dates, and times. Uh, we can do. You can add your own pricing. Uh, you can add add multiple. Has support for multiple pricing uh, categories. We don't have support for creating your own categories yet. That might come a little bit later. We'll see. You know if that's something we want to add or not. We just need to make sure that uh, you know people aren't adding duplicated categories and that type of thing. So we might do something uh, similar to what we've done with the with the venue. Is um, we have the uh, this this uh, what do you call it autocomplete tool that that lists out the current venues, and so we can uh, you know as soon as you start typing, you can you can select a pre pre made venue, or you can add your own venues right from uh, right from here. Um, not sure. Uh, hopefully, this will cut down on duplication of some data, um, but. We'll, I guess we'll see what happens when we release it. We're going to release it as a beta um, fairly soon, um, as soon as we're confident that everything's working correctly, that type of thing. And uh, let's see if that page, yep, here we go. That's uh, the short code for it. You can put that in any, any page. Um, this The nice thing about this, too, is it also works with our, with our um, roles and permissions manager or roles and permissions add-ons with the with the basic roles and permissions, you can you can open this up so administrators or whoever can can you know create events and that type of thing, and then you can also you can also open it up to uh, with the with the roles and permissions pro you can you can open it up to um, the average you know the, the the average event manager or the regional managers and stuff like that, and they'll they'll still be able to track their own events from from within the WordPress admin. Um, eventually, uh, 
you know, this this was a lot of work to get it this far with all the security cleanup and stuff like that. But we may do something like um, what we do with the my events uh, thing when the uh, when the members add-on is turned on, which I have it turned off right now. Um, but uh, it'll it'll be able to list list out your um, the events that you've created and stuff like that. Right now, our, our my events short code that works with the members add-on basically just shows it gives you an overview, um, and that's broken right now online. I probably sorry about that. I activated the wrong plugin or wrong version, but anyways, um, it's working for everyone else probably. <laughs> um, so that's that's an overview of that. And then another thing I've been working on is the uh, is the ability that I'm. As I mentioned earlier, is the ability to move attendees between events. Um, and as you can see, that's that's this right here. This this box will actually expand as you get more event events. So if you have less than ten events, then it'll just be a, it'll just show a drop down. Um, but if you have more than ten, then it, it, ex, it expands the size. Then as you grow, say 20, 30 events, it could get a lot bigger. Just to just so you can see what um, you know what. Uh, how many events and look at it easier. So basically, this guy, I'm signed up for the Valentine's Day event here, um, and it was a free event, that type of thing. Um, but to say, if I want to move this guy to the public event on on March 5th, I can go ahead and this is a double opt-in here. I can go ahead and click that event and then update his record. And there we go. Moved him right to the public event and added some added updated the pricing. I've already messed around with this guy a couple times, so he had already paid a ticket price of a dollar. But now we have uh, the ability to change his, his pricing and assign him to a member-only event and that type of thing. So that's that's what I have. And that on. stuff is going to be available after we do dot thirty-one. Um. Yep. After dot thirty one, that's coming. Cool. Well, one thing that um, we learned this last month um, from one of our longtime users, um, Mark Wigston, who's seriously been using Event Espresso for forever, and he's actually he he sort of he's been a source of a lot of the stress testing testing on uh, things like the the ticketing add on um, and the check ins and and that sort of stuff because he actually does. Um, he does some websites for um, music venues, um, and so and he's uh, last month um, he told me he emailed me and he said that um, they did um, this site uh, Peter's Players. I'm gonna screen share it really quick, um, if I can. Um, do you want me to, I have it up already. You want me to screen share? Yeah, it? why don't you do it? I don't know why it's not working for me. Okay. Anyway, maybe it's because you're the host. Or something. <laughs> um, anyway, he was. Uh, he said that, he, um, that they were. Uh, they did thirty-five thousand dollars in forty-eight hours, um, just using a vanilla um, event espresso um, installation this, on uh, with that Johnny Winter concert right there. Yeah, this this event right here. Yeah. So that was how much? Thirty-five thousand dollars in forty-eight hours. Yeah, something. Like, yeah, about thirty-five thousand. Yeah. Wow. Their tickets aren't cheap. They're about, you know, some of these tickets up here are $75, $80. This one's $35. This one's $75. Yeah, well, That's I, amazing. I, I, was, I was talking talking to him, and we're going to do a, a, a spotlight on him on him and the, and the couple sites that he has on the, on the blog. But um, he really, those two venues both try to get some, you know, sort of top-tier um, acts. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, they it's sort of pretty, pretty cool. Um, Pretty cool stuff going on there, um, but awesome. yeah, I thought that yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and and like I said, like you know, he's been really uh, responsible for some of the really heavy testing for for stuff like this, where where you have an event that sells out really quickly, or you have a lot of people checking at the door, and you, and and um, you know, we you don't always like to hear you know that our stuff is broken, but I think that you know, ultimately, I mean, you know, it was really good to hear that that you know. He's using the latest versions of everything, and it's not some hacked version or, or something that where he had to <laughs> had to drop something or fix something because something wasn't working. It's just the the regular version of Event Espresso. Uh, it's really amazing to see just how how powerful you know Event Espresso really is. 
you know. Um, you know, we're, we were doing some, I had Garth run some numbers and stuff, um, you know, on, on like, just on, based on some of the feedback that we get from our customers when they fill out the, uh, when they fill out the, uh, uh, for, you know, our, our feedback forms and stuff like that. And, um, you know, this, this, I don't know how accurate this data is. I mean, it could be pretty skewed, but, uh, you know, we think on, we think on average our, our users run about 50, 50 events per year. Um, and, uh, you know, over 400 tickets or registrations per event. And Garth ran some numbers on that. Um, you know, keep in mind these are, these are not accurate or may not, they're not very accurate at all, but they're just estimates. Um, but we have about 4,000, let's see, assigned licenses. So that extrapolates into around 236,000 events a year. Um, and then, you know, we think that there's probably over, you know, 100,000 100, 100, tickets sold each year. Um, so it's it's pretty cool. I mean, wow. you know, we, we really power a lot of, a lot of events and, and, you know, our, our customers are just, you know, they're using event espresso in some pretty crazy ways, you know, especially like, uh, you know, like the, um, with our seating chart and stuff like that, we have the, uh, I think you wanted to discuss the, um, what is it? The prayer, prayer, breakfast. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to share that? Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is another use case example of, of what some of our users are doing. Uh, with the Venespresso, this is using our our seating chart add-on. Um, pretty nice website. Yeah, what, I, um, what I like about this is is I've done a lot of work testing and, and building seating charts for this, um, and they they really took it and and did some stuff with it. They they changed that little input box um, for the select a seat. That um, <clears throat> takes a minute to to load up because I've got so many seats. But I mean, just look at the the seating. I mean, this is not a a <laughs> this is not a simple seating chart. They took the time to build out the seating chart um, and they have these little tables, these round tables, um, and they've, they've done some of the styling. Um, they've changed some of the text so it, it shows up as, you know, table 30, 31, 32. And, um, yeah, no, I, I, this is, having, having worked with it, I mean, there's a couple things that, that uh, you know, I know about because I've worked with it extensively, like, like they could be doing... Uh, um, there's placeholder seats, so if you give a, a seat a, a placeholder custom tag, then it'll scoot that that seat over. Um, but um, that they that they aren't doing so, you can see versus uh, compared to their um, the seating chart diagram. But um, but that's still a lot of quite a bit of, of mm -hmm. um, time and work in in styling that and making it look good for their site. So I was I was pretty impressed with with that yeah. seating chart. It's a really nice, really nice site. Um, sorry, uh, I, Garth corrected me on the numbers that I was just throwing out there. Uh, I had a, I was missing three zeros. We actually estimate that we sold, or that our we don't sell personally, but our customers have sold over a hundred million tickets um, throughout since I uh, since using a uh, an espresso. We think that's probably just over the last uh, last year or a little over a year or so. So, okay, where else are we going? Um, yeah, it's cool. So we had a, we actually got a couple questions this month, um, and um, so let's uh, let's see what. There's a couple people that asked questions on our on our forum when we posted the the blog post last week. Um, one was, um, when can we get a plugin that will allow for selling T-shirts along with tickets or memberships? So basically, you can you get a sign up for an event, and then you can also buy stuff, products, and, and swag, and, and that sort of thing. Um, we think that that might will will probably work better um, with the new multi-event registration with the new framework in 3.2. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be a lot more open-ended. It's going to give us a lot more opportunity for having different item types as opposed to just doing events. Right now, you can do that if you made your T-shirt um, an event and then used the the MER multiple event registration to. Um, to add that to your cart also. Um, after 3.2, when we have this new, this new framework, um, we'll be able to, to handle that stuff a little bit more, um, more better. More easier. We actually, um, Chris, uh, we actually, uh, um, Brent and I have actually been working on something 
Um, it's called the uh, event. It's it's. I think we're calling it event price manager or or something like that. It, it basically. Um, let's see if I can show a screenshot here or a view of this. I'll have to switch over my my repo real quick. But um, it's called the the price. It's going to be called the price modifier add-on. We actually have this for three point one right now, and we've been testing it. We have uh, we have one one person that's kind of playing around with it right now. Um, there, there are some little bugs here and there that we're trying to work out, but we might actually, re I don't know, this is still up in the air, but we might release it with 3.1 someday. Um, but basically it allows you to, to add questions to an event that actually have prices assigned, associated with those questions. So, um, say if you have T-shirts and stuff like, kind of like Brent was showing you, if you have T-shirts, you can um, you can assign like a you can put out print or do the question, and then use a pipe symbol, and then um, and then the price, and it'll appear as a question on your registration form. Um, then if somebody selects that question, it actually you know modifies the price and, and allows them to charge charge extra for. That's for cool. That, that might be actually coming to three dot one. It might be coming to 3.1. We're still playing it's around with it. Depends on 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 when it's done. Yeah, we're. I mean, it's. Um, yeah, it does, There's still some stuff that's missing, like a price breakdown for for single event registrations. There's no price breakdown, but with um, with multiple event registration system, you can see the price breakdown. Plus, there's no price breakdown in the invoices yet. So, it's kind of um, you know it. We're not sure if, if that's going to hold up re the release or not for these types of things, but I can show you a screen, a sc do a screen share of it real quick if you'd like. Um, there we go. So this is what it'll look like. You can, um, you can basically any of these radio button drop down or check boxes will give you this this area this uh, area here that pops up that says modifies price. So if I just do text, then that disappears. Um, but if I do radio button, or I like to use the drop down, um, we can see, you know, that we have. Um, sorry about that. A, we can we can ask this question: Do you want to modify the price? We say yes, and we go ahead and update the question. And then um, let's see if I have this on my my registration form here. I think I still have it. And I'm getting some some errors. This is keep in mind. This is all testing website, so this is my sandbox. So things might be broken. But so here's here's the question. Here, um, this is uh, actually let me do a different event that doesn't have a seating chart because that might be causing some issues. Let's see here. So yeah, this is a one dollar event. I'm gonna add a a small T-shirt. Fill out the registration here. And then submit, and as you can see, it increased the price. Now, it, now it's three dollars, and I'm still. I got some some gateways turned off and stuff, but this is really a bad example of uh, <laughs> using this test site. But as you can see, the the price modifier is working. So, and and once that's it, cool, it carries over to PayPal and stuff like that. So that so. that'll be that'll be coming. I have um, uh, I had some things turned off on there, like the gateways. I switched switched my Git repo, and so I didn't have certain gateways, and so nothing. It's <laughs> getting all kinds of errors. But anyways, so another on. another question that that somebody asked, um, Brad asked, is um, about basically sort of like uh, sort of like affiliate um, commissions, or 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 the ability to to add some kind of affiliate system so that. Um, you know, you can have events, and then um, the site that's hosting the events gets a, a kind of commission, and the other payments go go out to um, whoever added the event. Um, that sort of stuff is is coming into sort of down the road, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've tried to add some support um, as far as an action. We did um, we did a little bit of work with that WP affiliate um, platform, didn't we? Didn't you? Yeah, didn't you, Brent. I'd, yeah, it 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 still does. I mean, the way Event Espresso works, it makes it a little bit harder to 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 incorporate it correctly. So, you know, with with 3.2, I I'm really 
really pushing to get 3.2 out because that's going to be one of the features that'll be easier to implement as far as affiliate tracking because because uh, of the changes to the registration system. Um, so it, basically, right now we're, we're you know we're just trying to trying to get ready trying to get rid of some of the bugs um, and uh, you know finalize some of the features because we're doing we're not going to be working on features anymore for for 3.1 really unless unless we get sponsors to they want to sponsor some type of development we're going to really try to focus on 3.2 instead so as far as that goes Did we lose you Chris Oh, there you are. Had um, was uh, asking about um, a large number of, of volunteer registrations, um, and I wanted to to show this thing that we um, that we worked internally on, um, because they're talking about um, the question was uh, setting up volunteer registration for large amounts of shift for one event. Um, let me go back to where I was. So. What we did um, internally for our support staff is we, we're using Event Espresso, um, and we've got basically shifts. Each one of these things is an event. Um, we've modified the calendar a little bit to display um, an attendee list for who's, who's working on that event at that time. Um, and uh, if I go into this, who's working on email, I see Jonathan's working on email, and I can add it to my calendar. And so this is how we're handling um, you know, all of these events are free events. So if I want to go in and say I'm going to sign up for, uh, let's see, what's not? I'm going to sign up for forums, even though I'm already signed up for email. Oh, that's event. That event's closed. Let me try something that's current. Um, do do do. What what is today? Today's the 12th. Okay, so I'm going to go in and I'm going to jump on the forums tomorrow morning at seven. So here's my information. We're using the members integration or the WPs or integrations to already got my information filled in here. Here's the information there, um, and like I said, these are free events. Um, now I'm now I'm there, and I can go back to the support calendar. It's going to show um, it's going to show that once it loads. So I said it was the 13th, and it's forums. So yep, there I am. Um, and also, I can go over here, and I see all the things that I've signed up for is using the um, the my events shortcode, um, and it shows all the stuff that I've signed up for. So that's one thing that that we're doing um, for. And like I said, I and mean, this is this used a little bit of customized code and some custom CSS, um, but Event Espresso Core. I mean, the only customized code is is um, is the uh, the calendar bit, and that was just to display the the attendee list. Um, and other other than that, it's a it's a you know just a vanilla event espresso install, and that's that's how we're handling that. Um, I don't know that there's um, I mean a lot of people are handling uh, volunteer registration um, for their events, and they're just basically just set it up as a free event, and you have your volunteers signing up for shifts and, and doing it that way. Um, and yeah, that's by the way. That's, <laughs> we need to change the background on that, Chris. <laughs> somebody said it. Somebody said it looked like deer turds, but it's actually yeah, coffee that, beans. <laughs> that was you, Seth. That was you. Oh yeah, it was me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um. So uh, the other thing that we uh that we got th this last week, I'm 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 happy that we got some um some feedback on our on our show is um we got some ideas for the name, um so. I don't know if you guys, if you guys in the audience, anybody who's watching or listening, want to uh, comment on uh, on maybe the page or, or the blog post or, or whatever. But these are the the submissions that we got was espresso bar. Um, I think that one's my favorite. Caffeinated caffeinated event hangout um, and cappuccino. Seth, I think likes caffeinated event hangout because he's caffeinated. <laughs> I like I do like espresso bar. It's nice and short, so I wish you go with that one. Yeah, maybe, and then we can actually have a something, a title card or something. Yeah. Um, the other thing that um, that's sort of new, um, we we had we we're on IRC obviously, um, and we have this uh, event espresso channel on Freenode, um, and we're gonna start opening it up more, um, not necessarily for support because that's what the forums are for, but if if anybody wants to come in and hang out. 
um, with anyone in the staff or, or just with other Event Espresso users, um, you can always hop on to Freenode um, and the hash Event Espresso channel um, and just start start yammering. And, you know, a lot of us are uh, on support and, and development and we might be busy, but... Um, but yeah, it'd be cool to hang out, and and if there's there's other community members, members of the Event Espresso community who want to chat amongst themselves, then um, feel welcome to to hop on to the Event Espresso channel and and uh, and yeah, hang out, and and that's what we're going to be doing the um, the IRC for for these hangouts too is the Event Espresso channel. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, it would be nice to see some community members in there, maybe helping out others. You know. Um, Offer you know if they can offer support to anybody that has questions and stuff. Good good place to you know just hang out as well. I mean if if you guys want you know to meet other to meet other users of the community. Yep. So I guess so that I about wraps about us it. up. I think yeah, that's yeah. all all the stuff we had. Um, we've got some stuff we wanted to talk about uh, that we'll we'll talk about next month. Um, and in the meantime. Uh, let us know what you, uh, how you guys are using Event Espresso, and uh, um, and and yeah, and if you've got some awesome and amazing ideas or, or sites uh, that are running Event Espresso, we'd love to see them and, and talk about them on our on the Espresso Bar. Yeah, yeah. Be sure to uh, um, keep an eye out for for API that's coming out fairly yep. soon, maybe before the next. Uh, you know, espresso hangout or whatever we're calling it. <laughs> um, also, the uh, the iPad too. So I was going to show some screens of that, but I I might just post them somewhere on on the forums for people to check out, but uh, and discuss. You can do it in the blog. Yep, in the blog. So that's coming hopefully in the next show. We'll we'll be discussing some of that, and those things will be out. They'll be released already. Um, well, that. That's it for me. Um, hope everybody has a good week, good month, that type of thing. You know, yep. let us know. Let us know if you have any questions on in the forums, and uh, hope you're out there making lots of money. That's all. We, that's all we like. You know, make sure you guys are well taken care of, and, and your businesses are successful. So, take care, everyone. All right. See you next month. Yep. See ya.